Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Handcammer School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Man, love doing this show. Like doing it with uh, my man Aaron Sexton. He's uh, he's plugged in today. He's ready to roll. He's got some stories planned. <laughs> Aaron, are you, are you ready to go? I like that, man. You gave it a little extra juice there. You stepped on the gas today at 4:40. Aaron's got all sorts of uh, got all sorts of stuff planned for Campus Confidential, including some interesting quotes from Scott Frost, the coach at Nebraska. Uh, and Aaron, I understand Scott is just really broken up and in tears about all those friends he had to fire. Is he pretty? Do you, does it feel like he's going to be able to move on or not? Are you worried about him? He's a little broken up, but I think he's going to make it. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron told me about this earlier today, and I had a good laugh. Uh, that's not a laughing moment when you have to fire friends. A tough, tough thing in the business. Coaches have to do it from time to time. But uh, Frost had some very, very interesting comments along those lines. And uh, we'll set that up today at about 440, and, uh, and that'll be good. That'll be good. And then uh, – We've got some uh, we got some major guests today. Got some fun guests. We've got uh, Travis Roder, who is our X's and O's man. All right, he's our secret weapon, and we kind of have him break down all the film for us. And so he'll tell you, okay, here's what happened against uh, TCU, and then here's what needs to happen against the Sooners. What's been going on with Sooners? Why can't Alex Grinch? Their defensive coordinator stop anyone. What's happened with that OU team? And um, I go back and forth. Sometimes I like to have Travis on the Friday before games. We break it all down. But then sometimes I like to, I kind of like to look back and then look ahead a little bit. And um, so I've experimented when to have Travis on. <laughs> I'm sure, Aaron, people would rather me not experiment with them. You know, but I do from time to time. I'm just like, I oh, let's try him this day. Aaron, let me look at the – let me think about this. Is today Wednesday? Does that sound right to you? Yes. Okay, good. You have confirmed that. All right, uh, we have uh, we have a lot going on. And, uh, Aaron, you'll be, you'll be happy to know I have uh, reached out to the talent people at Fox and uh, with the help of some of our Cowherd people, Colin Cowherd, you've heard his show over on Fox or seen that show. And uh, Colin's people reached out to their college football people. And Aaron, they're trying to get us one of the staff members or studio members of the big, big noon studio show. Now, Aaron, you can only imagine as they try to gather up who they're going to have on to represent Waco. Well, you can only guess. I'll give you two guesses, but you don't have to try to guess them. You know who it's going to be. But I've been trying to talk them into, hey, hey, what about the great Mike 
Simple Terry. What about Iron Mike? Why would you not want Samurai Mike on? Um, RG3 is a little bit complicated because he is now an ESPN announcer. I fear that they fought Big Fox can't have RG3 on, sadly. Now, they'll be doing their, their set right next to his statue, so they can't completely ignore the great Robert Griffin III, and, and maybe, maybe RG3 can give him a little interview or something. Now, I have been able to find out that Scott Drew will be making an appearance, and, um, and that'll be fun, and I think Scott's a good one to have on. Uh, today at 5, we'll have Ross Dellinger on from uh, ESPN. Aaron and I have been debating on how to say his name. Was last name. Aaron, the only thing we need to have straight is by the time 5 o'clock hits, we'll have it straightened out. All right, you and I, we're going to keep putting our heads together. I've been listening to videos and tapes. Um, some people call him Dellinger, others Dellinger. We'll have it straight at 5 o'clock. And he wrote this big story for Sports Illustrated, and it was kind of on their feature, and it was about Kim. It was about Kim Mulkey and about uh, LSU. And, of course, you can't tell the Kim Mulkey story without all the ending and everything at Baylor. So I know some of you will be like, Mosley, Mosley. Uh, I just find I find some parts of the story very interesting. And Ross is a huge, huge LSU guy. So we're going to talk it out a little bit because there were some parts of the story that, eh, I don't know. I don't know about. But I, I think we can talk about it. The thing we have to admit to ourselves is she's pretty much the greatest coach in the history of Baylor men or women. So we can't – we're never going to erase the past. So we have to hit this thing head on. Um, I think there are disputed versions of exactly what happened. But uh, even, even when it comes to this name on the court, it was really interesting to me in the story because it was like they said um, that, that, you know, whoever had the naming rights of the court, you know, they wouldn't so, – so, you know, they wouldn't give her – they wouldn't give the writer the name of the person who has the, the current naming rights to the, the court at Baylor, the new court. Well, guys, that's not – that's not like some kind of mystery. The Hurd family – Mark and Paula Hurd have, like, the lead gift for the Baylor Pavilion in the court back in May or whenever. We all announced that. The court's going to be named after them. Like, there's even renderings of what the court looks like. Now, I guess the court's going to look like that immediately, not even before they open the new pavilion. I would think they will have the court, you know, it's it's the Mark and Paula. So, anyway, I I have no understanding. I don't have any clue. Why that? You know what I'm saying, Aaron? Did you notice that in that story? That that, that was almost kind of like a secret type deal? Like who gave the money to have the naming rights to the court? Like why why was that a I mean did that did that strike you as odd, Aaron? Yeah, there was a couple of things in the story, but that that definitely yeah. did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I may know what the other one was, but we're not gonna make a big to do of that one. But Ross is a guy, he's, he's a really good writer, and he's very, very good on college football. And so uh, have some of your college football questions ready. If you want, you can uh, chime in, CNC Collision Center text line. He's covered LSU for a long time. He's great on the SEC. 
and you probably have some good things on the Aggies if uh, some of our Aggies out there have some things they want to ask. But uh, Ross is a really, really good writer. And I, I was interested I, to read this because, you know, I wanted to see what Kim's saying right now. And, again, it's still what comes across in that story is she doesn't want to be – she didn't want to be there. She wants to be here. And, uh, unfortunately, it's too late for that. It's too late for that. Uh, she's gone, and she's not coming back. And, you know, it's time for everyone to get behind um, uh, Nikki Collin and, and see where this thing can go. Now, that leads to this other thing. Aaron, not every game's going to go perfectly. Now, Texas State kind of hung around in that game. Final score was 77-71. Uh, after the first quarter, it was like a romp. It was like 24-8 to eight or something. Okay, so I was dialed down on this game because I love Baylor women's basketball, and I love the players on this team, and I was watching everything. It's going to take some time. It's a new system. This is a new – I mean, they're shooting a lot more threes. They're not making them so far. And I think they will. I think they got some good shooters on the team. But the exhibition, and in this game, they were like four for 17. They're just simply not hitting three-pointers. I saw um, Nalissa pull one from the corner. She hit the side of the backboard. Now, is she one of the greatest players in college basketball? Yes. And when the game suddenly was close, it got it down to six points with about a minute and a half or two minutes to go, what did she do? She took them off the dribble, and they had no chance of guarding her. Now, that was not pretty last night. I understand. But what we can't do as Baylor brethren, and people obviously get, you know, I'm sure somebody here, we, what about, well, yeah, I'm a Baylor guy. Jeez. I, do I want us to win? Yes. Do I sit in the stands and root for the Bears? Yes. I don't try to hide that. So, you know, sometimes I might say we. Um, that, that, was, that was really not great to watch last night because we're so used to Baylor women's basketball being dominant, and they just weren't. And Texas State was getting free looks. They were getting layups. They were not guarding. The offense isn't rolling yet. They were missing a million threes. They had open threes. Caitlin Bickle had open, open threes. It looks like uh, um, Jade's going to be uh, – looks like she's going to be great from out there. Owens, you know, it looks like Sarah Andrews is going to be – she's got a really nice-looking stroke from out there. They weren't falling. All right? They didn't blow out a team they probably should have blown out. Now look to see. What was Texas State last year? They were 11-11 and 7-8 and in their conference, so not good. All right, whatever that is, Lone Star, Southland, conference something, I, I don't know. I, I, I wish I did. Texas State, Aaron, you may know off the top of your head. But I, it's, it's one game. Let's give Nikki a little time here. We've got the folks. And, again, is Kim uh, still to this day a good friend of mine? Absolutely she is. But I also will tell you that Nikki Collins, she she deserves a fair shake. And one kind of rough outing, I mean, let's not have everybody go crazy and, and, and talk all out, you know, with some nonsense. Let's watch the thing unfold. She's got plenty of time. There's another game coming up Thursday at UTA. Yeah, everything's going to be fine. Now, first home game, first official home game. They didn't blow out Texas State. It didn't look good. 
All right, I don't want to sit here and try to pump sunshine. That team was not that – th- that thing was discombobulated, and the offense doesn't look good, and the defense doesn't look good. There was not a lockdown defense, and Texas State was having too many free looks. But, again, it's the first game of the season. What do we see every year in men's college basketball? Uh, Aaron, do we not see, like, either Duke or Kentucky – or somebody get beat by somebody they shouldn't, we always see it. We always see some crazy defeat. Oh, my gosh, so-and-so lost to whatever, Roger State. I just happened to think of them because I know a kid that plays for them. But it happens, okay? They didn't lose. They won the game, and I think everything is going to be okay. This is a really talented team. Nalissa's a great, great player. Nikki's going to have to have time, and there's going to be some growing pains. Now, Aaron, if if we are sitting here after the first couple of conference games still having this conversation, and they lose to Iowa State or they lose to Oklahoma State or, heaven forbid, they lose to Vic Schaefer at Texas, then we better talk. We better say, ooh, ooh, what's going on here? But Nikki Collin is the coach. And everything's going to be okay. And she's very talented. She knows offense. She knows how to coach the pick and pop. And she knows how to coach motion. And she knows how to keep the thing running. We're Our eyes are just used to 20 years or whatever it is of, of just flat out crushing people. Especially the Texas states of the world. It might not be like that for a little bit. All right? So, Aaron, my purpose here is just to say, let's kind of ease into this thing and let's not freak out. Aaron, I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 got, I really kind of dialed down on it in the second half last night. I don't know, um, and I think you're an ESPN Plus guy too. Did you get a peek at this thing? I did not. I did not get to okay. watch any of it. I followed a little bit of the game yeah. cast. I mean, they were up yeah. by 20 late in – Texas State hit some threes. Not making excuses, but that's what happens, you know. Yeah. So. All right, all right. Well, I did. I did watch it, and I watched the whole second half. And if if anybody's got any questions and you want to talk a little bit more about it, that's fine. The great thing about Baylor women's basketball is that people talk about it. People care to talk about it. You'd hate it if it was the opposite way that no one cared. And and so I get it. I get it that anytime. There's a game that's closer than it should be. There's going to be a bit of a freakout factor. I'm just saying, let's give Nikki some time. My gosh. That said, if they lose to UTA, Aaron, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to really grill her next Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Aaron, we're just having some jokes here. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we are rolling along Travis Roeder. He is the man that handles our X's and O's. He joins us next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. A cold front on the way for tonight, and that'll bring us partly to mostly cloudy skies. There is a 30% chance of a scattered shower, maybe a storm. We drop to 54 degrees. Tomorrow, the cold front's out of here, and mostly sunny skies are on tap. It'll be a breezy day with highs topping out at 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Aderhold Funeral Home has been helping families cope with the loss of a loved one for well over 100 years. The Payne family has owned and operated the funeral home since 1963 and for three generations. The cornerstones of our service since that time have been and continue to be faith, family, compassion, and community. We are grateful to be a part of and work with the West community and surrounding areas. Thoughtful service is a Payne family tradition. Aderhold's owners and staff are proud supporters of the West Trojans. Let's go Trojans! Old Chicago Pizza is back and better than ever in Waco. Try the new Insanity Pizza. So good, so different, it had to be called Insanity. Detroit-style metal pan, deep dish, buttery, flaky crust, covered in Old Chicago signature sauce, drizzled down the sides, topped edge to edge with Wisconsin brick cheese. Everybody gets a corner piece for maximum crispy, caramelized goodness. Insanity Pizza at Old Chicago. Try it today. Now open at 4641 South Jack Colgin Expressway in Waco. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. So recently, a northern transplant in our fair city came in to pick up outfitters for the first time, and he was starstruck. He told us that truck accessories were not needed in Illinois. I know. Pick your jaw up off the ground. An entire state full of trucks driving around completely nude. Then he said he saw the light when he moved to Texas and found that in Texas, truck accessories were a necessity. I don't know about a necessity, but Texans have a whole different attitude about their trucks, and they give them their rightful place as a family member. I mean, what exactly do you use your truck for if you're not going to put anything on it? All this is a warning for the good people of Central Texas to stay diligent. Don't let your truck look like it came from up north. Put something on that truck, for goodness sakes. A bumper, a lift kit, some running boards. At Pickup Outfitters, we know what your truck needs. So come and see us at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, or check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. New cars and trucks are coming. New car inventory is low, but GM has just announced they will release a steady flow of vehicles through the fall. Now is the time to get on Richard Carr's inbound vehicle list. Choose your inbound vehicle. Get on the list and get your car or truck first. Call Richard Carr Motors and go online to choose your inbound vehicle today. Go to richardcar.com for details. At Richard Carr, we give you more.
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor women's basketball got started last night with a win over Texas State 77-7. The Bears will have the day off before hitting the court tomorrow night in Arlington to take on UTA. Tip is at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. The Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers were hit by the league with fines for COVID protocols. The team with 300000 and Rodgers 14650 The Dallas Cowboys are likely in need of a kicker for Sunday's game against the Atlanta Falcons with Greg Zerline being placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. Georgia remains number one in the college football playoff rankings, followed by Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State slides in at number four. Oklahoma is number eight. Oklahoma State in at 10, and Baylor drops one spot to 13. Baylor and OU this Saturday at McLean Stadium. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, proud to be with you. Uh, I'll be representing us at the uh, early, early uh, coming up here at this uh, at the tailgate show on uh, on Saturday morning. We'll be talking to uh, Dean Mazumber, Mazumder, who uh, does a great job over at Handcammer Business School. What an awesome, awesome new addition that is over there. And uh, just really, really cool stuff. And uh, I knew, I knew, I knew this guy would, uh, would, would show up. I mean, right on time as always. It is Travis Roeder. And uh, he's become a, uh, boy, kind of a must read, I would say, on, especially on uh, Twitter. The man understands Twitter and he understands how to uh, break all that film down. Travis, did uh, so you attended the um, and welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Uh, gl- good to have you. You attended in person the Baylor TCU. Now I would have advised against that because um, you were t- saying you wanted to experience that as a fan. My experiences as a fan at Amon Carter have not been great experiences, but there you were sitting up there trying not to tweet. And, and just take in the, take in the game. Uh, first of all, how was your experience out there? Were you with Baylor people, or did you have some uh, folks in purple close to you? Well, my wife and I met our sophomore year at Baylor, and she's probably a bigger Baylor football fan than I am. So we we used to go to a lot of games together, obviously. But since I started the media stuff, I've and we had a kid last year. So, anyways, we we had a. Our, my mother-in-law came up and babysitted, and we were able to just go as a fan. So we really enjoyed that together. It's just fun to just watch football. Um, and it wasn't bad. I mean, obviously the game wasn't ideal, yeah. but it is fun to just – after, you know, Matt, the press box can be a little bit stale. Um, so just getting down there and actually getting to be out in the sun and uh, watch a game was fun. I don't know what you're talking about. I really enjoy the press box. <laughs> well, I, I like it too, but it's a it's a different experience, you know. I know, I know. I do like it best in the press boxes where they'll take down that, uh, they'll, they'll kind of open it up where we can hear the crowd and. Right, uh, right. I know yeah. what you're saying. Like I'll be at Sunday, I'll be covering the Cowboys out at AT&T Stadium, and and they do not, you know, put the windows down at all. So you talk about a sterile environment. 
What I always yeah. love is Travis. Our friends always go, "What's that like, man? That wouldn't it be awesome to see a game from the press box?" And if we took them up there, I think they would have a far different opinion about what yeah. it's like. <laughs> Other than the 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 free food aspect of it is always uh, nice. Now. Travis, you got home that evening and you started watching the game. You started kind of reacting to it. Was it um, was it worse than you thought it was going to be, having watched it live in person, or was it about what you thought it was going to be when you started kind of looking closely at the film of, of Baylor versus TCU? Uh, a little bit of both, and I think that's kind of how it always goes. You know, whenever you lose, you're never as bad as you think you are, and whenever you win, you're never as good as you think you are. Um I think any fan could kind of see what happened defensively. I mean, the the quarterback had too much time to throw, and then he just picked apart the secondary. And, you know, you can kind of get more granular than that and really dive deep, but at the end of the day, that's the top level of what happened, and that's really the granular level of what happened, too, defensively. Offensively, they just had that three- or four-drive period where it just seemed like they were out of sorts. The rest of the game, they moved the ball pretty much at will, uh, but they just – you know, that one second quarter essentially is what it was, is what really doomed them there. So, you know, TCU is not as good as Baylor. Um, they won the game, obviously, and that's college football. Better teams lose to worse teams all the time because it's so dependent on playing with focus. It's so dependent on playing with passion. It's so dependent on, uh, you know, organizational buy-in all week, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of just the breaks went against Baylor in that game too as far as, you know, Gary threw two passes that were that were a little bit suboptimal, and both were picked off. Baylor probably dropped three interceptions they should have had, et cetera. So I think if any of those kind of plays turn the other way, you might see a different result. But at the end of the day, they, just, they all the big moments, Baylor lost all the big moments in that game, and college football really is a game of moments. Yeah, that kid had a breakout game. Chandler Morris was was uh, pretty much awesome, and he made you know he it, it wasn't like sometimes I've seen Duggan and other quarterbacks throw it up, and they get some there's some kind of lucky stuff that happens. This dude was was kind of on fire from the start. One of those first throws was almost a back shoulder. That may yeah. have been a tad bit lucky. There were some bears down there that should have been in position to make the play. But that sort of gave him confidence, and I think I'm talking about maybe Johnston, you know, made yep. the play. Now, for for everybody, just so they understand, on the play that 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 won TCU the game, and of course there's a million other plays that 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 came up, but the deciding play because it looked like Baylor was going to go, go down the field and have a shot. First of all, you and I are on the same page. The the, the thought that they were just going to keep running and yeah. and into the line and set up for like a 50 yard field goal or whatever is not really, and I know a couple of years ago, they, I mean, it was like a miracle kick. They tied it and won that game in <laughs> overtime with rule. I'm, I'm afraid that's what Baylor people think is supposed to happen. There was no, before we even get into the play that happened, the, the interception. I mean, Travis, you, you had to try to advance the ball at least 10 to 15 yards there, and, and you weren't going to do it just by hammering away with Abram Smith off tackle. Yeah, I mean, the only reason the Baylor was regularly moving the ball in the second half is because TCU all game had been playing with their safeties about seven yards off the ball and daring Baylor to throw the ball. Um, and so you're not going to move the ball by running into a brick wall. I mean, the play right before the interception, I'm pretty sure, was like a two-yard loss running play. Yeah. So the idea that you're just you can't just guarantee that you're going to run for five yards every play. I, I know fans like to think, well, like when it matters, we have to be able to run the ball 
there's degrees to that. Uh, on a fourth and two inches, sure, uh, but not when you know you still need to get 20 to 30 yards. I mean, hell, I'd want 40 yards. I don't want a kicker kicking beyond 20 yards with a with no time left in the game. And uh, you know, I don't. The coaches, you know, you want to score a touchdown, so. Yeah, I mean, the idea that you were just going to just slam your head into a wall and, and that was the prudent thing to do, um, yeah, I totally yeah. disagree with that, and I'm, I'm glad uh, you're on my side there. <laughs> I, uh, we are on the same page on that. Travis Roeder, who, uh, boy, does you can uh, you can see his work on the uh, – give, give everybody your Twitter handle so they can start following you because that's uh, some really good film work that you do. Well, it's just my name, Travis, uh, and then underscore Roeder, R-O-E-D-E-R. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I love to talk football, so yeah, give me a follow. On at Travis underscore Roeder. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, um, on the throw-in question, the guy jumps the route. Shadrach uh, Banks used to play at A&M. Big dude. Uh, he basically, you know, I say he, he just ran the route. He's right there. Did Gary – do you think Gary just in his mind thought there was no way – especially with a guy that big, was going to be able to close that quickly? Or was that just like a really poorly underthrown ball? Like I, I, I keep coming back to when you looked at the film, could he have thrown that thing, you know, uh, uh, further ahead of the receiver? What, what did you kind of, when you broke that thing down, uh, it was bad all the way through. But what exactly did you see? Yeah, I mean, well, A, I think a perfect throw there has a chance at a completion, but it still would have been a really tough catch. I think prop, my best, and again, this is this is speculation on my part. I, I don't know this. So basically it was mirrored concepts to both sides of the field. So they were running quick outs on both sides of the field. And that's anytime you have a mirrored concept, uh, what you're doing is you're telling your quarterback to look at the defense before the snap. And on a quick concept like that, you're not going to like read one side of the field and then come back to the other. So it's a pre-snap thing. Um, and for whatever reason, my guess is that's a ball that he throws to the other side of the field where they had RJ Snead wide open uh, 99 times out of a hundred throughout the rest of the game. But my guess is, is in that kind of one minute to go mode. He was thinking, I just need to get a court, a, a quick, short completion. I don't want to risk a throw to the field. But of course, the, you know, the the, <laughs> the ironic aspect of that is that the quick, short throw to the field was actually much riskier because they had guys over there, uh, more guys over there than they had to the the wide side of the field where the ball was open. So I think it was probably just a, in the pressure situation where Baylor hasn't been all year. It was something I was telling my wife before that last uh, that last drive. It would be really curious to see how Baylor operated in that uh, in that two minute offense because that's not their game. And anytime we've seen them try and drive the ball to, at an end of a half before, because that's really the only other time we've seen them have to try and go quick, because they're always usually ahead at the end of the game. Um, it hasn't worked out well. So it was nice to see those first few plays work out. But I think. Uh, two-minute drill and stuff like that is definitely something that just comes with experience. I know you're more of an NFL guy, and I, I think that's kind of a trope in the NFL too. You know, until you kind of get in those big moments, you never really know what you got, and you got to work your way through it. So I think that's just something that Gary had to experience, and he'll learn from it and hopefully do better. Yeah, we wish he didn't have to experience those things, but sometimes, um, sometimes it does happen. It does. Does yeah. your wife like when you start talking about creepers and and different <laughs> things like that? Does she? Uh, does she like that? Does she does she she have a real depth of knowledge like you, or is she more just a a fan and enjoys seeing the Bears play well? 
Well, I mean, I think it's more the more the latter, but obviously okay. she she humor, she humors me by listening, and I and she does enjoy uh, enjoy when I try and tell her to you know look at the safety here or whatever. But you know, obviously I I, I dive a little bit deeper, but I kind of envy just being the the normal fan sometimes because it's nice to, she just gets to cheer, whereas I'm kind of overanalyzing things. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to Travis Roeder, uh, writes for Our Daily Bears. Our Daily Bears is at Our Daily Bears, and they got some good stuff up there. Although some of these basketball previews, some some of you guys do, it's like 6,000 words or something. Travis, we don't need that much. My goodness. I I think Twitter's... Kendall should have done 6,000 more. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll read Kendall read it no, no matter the length. No, I, I, I think uh, I, I thought maybe they would turn it into another book. <laughs> but no, uh, no, nah, nah, he does a nice job. Now, tell us uh, about Oklahoma. What what I think folks would like to know, and we don't have to get too far on the weeds on this, but sort of the macro view of this. Why is um, why is Grinch, who seemingly had the OU defense going in the right direction, it seems it seems kind of funny to talk this way about an undefeated team, but quite honestly, they have not played that well this season. And and they've given up a lot on defense. We know they have some big name linebackers. Benito's the one that kind of comes to mind to me. They usually have great linemen. I don't know if that's the case this season. What what is the biggest thing Baylor has to do Saturday to uh, to pull the upset? Well, yeah, they have some good linemen this year too. I mean, they have a lot of talent across the board. Even though their defensive backs aren't that great, they're extremely athletic. Uh, it's just kind of the nature of the beast when you're at a program like that. Even if you're not that great, kind of like Texas, your guys are going to still be super athletic. Um, but it just kind of comes back to organizationally. You know, if you're when you allocate that many resources, and by that I mean practice time and just thinking time and everything else and scholarships and everything else towards building a great offense, um, time is very limited in college football. And so I think their ceiling is almost kind of like the ceiling of the Baylor defense under Bryles. Like at best, you're getting a top 25 unit uh, thereabouts, right? And I think that's kind of what we've seen from OU when they're playing all, when they're really going all out and playing really well defensively. They're about a top 20, 25 unit in the country, but they just don't really have a ceiling much higher than that because their culture isn't built to play defense that well. And as far as what Baylor needs to do is, because they have good athletes. Uh, you know, they play a lot more man coverage than most teams do. It's actually kind of similar to TCU. Um, I think we're going to see uh, them challenge Gary to throw the ball down the field again. Uh, so that'd be something early and often early to watch in the game is, is, you know, the two defenses this year that have had success against Baylor's offense, which is Oklahoma state and TCU. They've stacked the box on early downs and just dared Baylor to throw down the field every play. Um, so we'll see whether uh, Oklahoma does that, and then we'll see whether Baylor's wide receivers are able to win against man coverage. Obviously, there's a ton else going on, too. The offensive line has to play well against a good defensive line and everything else, but I think winning downfield is probably going to be the primary thing to determine whether Baylor can score a lot because they're going to have to score a lot to win. And, you know, on the other side, they're going to have to get this up. You know, this thing about quarterbacks that can move around, it goes back to Texas State, and that's one of the things that Aranda keeps bringing up is, and he does it in a very intriguing manner. I know we both enjoy hearing some of these news conferences. Folks, not every coach is like this, by the way. No. You don't like, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, he, he probably gives us more than almost any other coach, especially in the Big 12, would give. If you've heard a Lincoln-Riley news conference, you would know. 
I mean, there's it's pretty dry. There's not much there. Now, maybe it's something with a young, new head coach that they're getting, but uh, – I find all that I find all that fascinating. But back to the point at hand, Travis. Really quickly, I, in my mind, they, they've got this is a quarterback who's extremely athletic, and and obviously the offense has been ignited uh, by him. Although they played like they played horribly in that first half against Kansas, um, and, and I, I would say more than ever. And Dave Miranda was saying this too. All these like getting to the right level taking the right angles on defense. I mean, one of the biggest plays in that game the other day was the Baylor's best player on the whole team, which I think is Jalen Petrie, and he just missed the quarterback. He just came over the top of him, and I think this is another guy, Travis, that you have to be very much under control with in pursuing him. Absolutely. I mean, here's the deal with Caleb Williams. He's going to make – you know, whatever it is, I'm just pulling on uh, – this is just a random number. He's going to make five plays a game that nobody in the country can defend, right? I mean, uh, if you if you, if you you as a fan show up expecting Baylor to clamp them down and for Caleb Williams to never make any amazing throws down the field, you're going to have a bad time. It's just going to happen. So the defense's job is to make sure, okay, when he doesn't make the greatest plays of all time in this game, we need to make sure that we do our job so that just on the kind of ho-hum every other down – he doesn't beat you. And you do that by playing with good technique and playing sound. And so, yeah, that's the big thing. Like I said, so he'll, he'll, he'll make a guy miss and make an amazing play, but you got to hope that, you know, that happens once every three or four drives and not every drive. Cause if that happens, every drive Baylor has no chance. So, yeah, I think a lot of that stuff that like you were mentioning that Dave talked about in his press conference, I wrote about it in an article this week, but it's just about playing sound. It's about guys trying not to play outside of themselves because Ultimately, defense is about being your 111th, as Randall likes to say. You have to do your job, and if you try and go outside of that job, you make things a hell of a lot worse. So guys are going to have to play within themselves and play sound in order to you know, slow them down this weekend for sure. All right, Travis, I appreciate it. This is the rare opportunity for a Longhorn Sooner sweep, and I, I think That's we right. should be play it, playing that up, especially with them trying to leave us. Appreciate you, Travis, and uh, hope to see you in that stale press press box as you describe it, okay? We'll we'll apologize to David Kay and the rest of the guys for that. No, 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 not their fault, yeah. Thanks, Matt. Be good. Bye-bye. There he goes. Travis Roeder joining us, the the X's and O's guru leading us through all that. It is time for something we call Campus Confidential. What does Aaron have on his plate today? That's next. The Lorena Coaches Show with Ray Biles is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, and the Lorena Athletic Association. The Lorena Leopards are 8-2 on the year, but they are district champions in 11-3A Division I after going 6-0. They shut out Rockdale 56-0 in their final district game. Coach, you got to be proud of your defense. That's the second straight shutout and your fourth overall. Oh, Lark, those guys are playing lights out. To me, defense is almost like uh, rebounding in, in basketball. You got to fight and work to get it. And uh, you don't have to be a great athlete, but you got to make an effort. And uh, we got a lot of kids that are really, really working hard now and fighting to get to the football. And it's a lot of fun. Offense gobbled up yards in bunches. Reed Mickna, 131 yards on just 10 carries. Yeah, Reed had a good night. Red Hansen ran the ball well. Uh, and another senior, uh, Case and Pitts, got several carries in there, so we were able to rotate a lot of backs in there. But Reed, Reed had a fine night. And, again, it's just uh, kudos to our offensive line. Those guys are doing a great job up front. 
You start postseason against Hitchcock at Montgomery. What about Hitchcock grabs your attention? Quarterback is the number one issue. I think defensively we're going to get pressed well because they're going to be throwing the ball 60-plus percent of the time, probably 35 to 40 throws a, a game. Uh, his name is Christian Dorsey, a very good athlete. He's a senior, a uh, big physical kid. Uh, if you push him out of the pocket, he's not afraid to pull it and take off, and he's a, a good, good athlete. I think we can put enough pressure on him where he has to throw the ball a little bit quicker than he wants to, then things will be okay. And you know, on the other side of the ball, they're very aggressive. They don't mind blitzing, breaking folks. So, so uh, we're going to have to be patient, pick our pick our shots, and take our shots when we get them. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, our number one goal right now is to be 1-0 at the end of the week, and we've got a pretty good task in front of us. ESPN Central Texas. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I've walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. 
The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor women's basketball got started last night with a win over Texas State 77-7. The Bears will have the day off before hitting the court tomorrow night in Arlington to take on UTA. Tip is at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. The Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers were hit by the league with fines for COVID protocols. The team with 300000 and Rodgers 14650 The Dallas Cowboys are likely in need of a kicker for Sunday's game against the Atlanta Falcons with Greg Zerline being placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. Georgia remains number one in the college football playoff rankings, followed by Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State slides in at number four. Oklahoma is number eight. Oklahoma State in at 10, and Baylor drops one spot to 13. Baylor and OU this Saturday at McLean Stadium. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and it is something we call Campus Confidential, and uh, where we spend some time talking about some of the bigger stories in college football and basketball. We already shared with you some thoughts on the uh, women's debut performance. Um, last night, and they got a win over Texas State. More to come on that. But uh, let me turn it over to Aaron Sexton, who uh, has a uh, has a couple of uh, uh, stories that uh, he's been kind of working on. Aaron, what do you have for Campus Confidential today? Scott Frost said today he had no problem taking a pay cut and firing four offensive assistants who were also friends if those moves give him more time to turn Nebraska into a winning football program again. Frost is 15-27 and 27 in four years, 3-7 and seven this year as he met with reporters for the first time since, that, since athletic director Trev Alberts announced the coach would return for a fifth year under a restructured contract. That contract pays him $4 million next year instead of five and makes his buyout if he's fired next year $7.5 million. Instead of 15, he said, quote, I took this job because I love Nebraska and I love the university. It would break my heart to think we made the improvements we have and gotten it so close in so many games and not get an opportunity to see it through. So in well, order to do that, he had to fire a couple of buddies. No big deal. He, he did, and uh, that is interesting how he phrased that. I had no problem <laughs> doing that. 
Happy to do it. Happy to do it. Scott Frost, happy to be here. Happy to take this big pay cut, take a big haircut. It has nothing to do with the pandemic, by the way. Lots of ADs, lots of head coaches did take a big haircut. Took a pay cut during the uh, during the pandemic. Uh, athletic departments had to lay a lot of people off. Some sports were eliminated. But Scott Frost said, no, no, I'm happy to happy to be able to do this for my alma mater. I would hate not to be able to complete this. Well, very interestingly, in doing this, Nebraska took its buyout from about 15 million down to about seven and a half million. That was part of the restructure. Nothing says confidence in a program <laughs> like stripping down a buyout so that they'll be locked and loaded and a little bit more prepared to move on to the next coach. This is a mess. And there's two reasons he's still here. Because he agreed to do that, and because I guess, Aaron, Nebraska's at least been somewhat competitive this season, okay? They've shown a little bit of competitive fight, but what an embarrassment. I mean, what an embarrassment. Think about that. Think about where we are now. TCU would rather run off its legendary football coach in the middle of the season than, than Nebraska would to run off a guy who's won like two or three games and is not even going to get him to a bowl game. That's where we are. TCU people care more about football than Nebraska administration. I'm not saying the fan base, but the administration, that's a sad place, Aaron. It is, absolutely. That is, uh, <laughs> as you said, that that's the only way to describe it. It's a mess. Like, you know, they're, they've had some close games, but when it gets down to it, they're three and uh, three and whatever on the year. Where did I do with that? Yeah, no, they're either two three and, and seven. Six yeah, they're three, three and seven. seven. Yeah, and yeah, he's a, uh, he's in his whole tenure fifteen and twenty-seven. That Big Twelve yeah. schedule is looking pretty good to him, probably about now. But <laughs> late for too that. Late. And why did they leave? Because of Texas. Why did anybody leave? <laughs> because of Texas. And now Texas is leaving. All right, Aaron. What else do you have on your plate today in Campus Confidential? You you mentioned Frost buyout going from fifteen to seven and a half million. From January 1st, 2010 to January 31st, 2021, FBS conferences paid out over a half a billion dollars in dead money to coaches and assistant coaches in football and men's and women's basketball who were no longer with the programs. $533.6 million over that 10-year period. Now, would you like to guess the top three in dead money? Um got to think about who likes firing their coaches the most right um i tell you i mean florida state's been firing a bunch of people lately but they don't spend as much money as others i mean you got to say that university of texas has some dead money on its hands they're third they, with uh 21 and a half million all right 21 and a half million there what about uh let me think here. Is LSU anywhere near there? Uh, they are in the top ten, not in the top three. All right. And what about Auburn and its dead money? Ding, ding, ding. They are number one, 31.2 ah. million. Nebraska is second with 25.8 million. As you remember, they fired, even before Scott Frost got there, uh, probably three coaches in about five years. <laughs> 
And uh, so that's the top three. Auburn, Nebraska, and Texas, followed by Ole Miss. And Kansas is fifth with $20 million in dead money. So there you go. Oh, man. Think Life. about, like, what LSU had with, with Joe was there, the uh, uh, that young uh, play caller, and they had Aranda. Think about how they were rolling. And Coach O, he was just a great, you know, character and a perfect guy for the state. And then they, they, they went and messed it up. All right, Aaron, we are running out of time. Give me one more. Give me one more, and I'll re- we'll react to it real quick. Big, big, big conference realignment news. Middle Tennessee State remaining in Conference USA. They were thinking about an exit from the Mid-American Conference after eight teams left that conference, but they have decided to stay uh, after uh, the conference added some other schools. So uh, the uh, conference realignment dance continues. It's been really, really active among the smaller schools uh, with uh, some notables, North Texas Rice, UAB, and UTSA set to join the AAC after they yeah. lost schools to the Big 12. So, so wait, who, are they staying? Which conference are they staying in? They are staying in Conference USA. They were considering going to the MAC. Ah, isn't that interesting? I, I don't know. I think we kind of think the MAC is more fun because they play on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays and weird <laughs> stuff like that. Yes. The MACTION. Um, but. That's interesting. I don't know if I ever really th- stopped to think where they were even, where, what conference they were in. Yeah. But they've turned down Conference USA, which UNT, as you noted, has just left to go over there and be in the American Athletic Conference. Yeah, Middle Tennessee. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I find that all very interesting. Yeah, Middle Tennessee University President Sidney McPhee said, uh, Conference USA's recent additions of Jacksonville State, Liberty, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston State will help stabilize the league after their losses. Absolutely. <laughs> they brought in the Bearcats. Everything is fine. I'm just, I, I just hate to see the Bearcats come up and, and, and you know, make the move toward D1 when they just come, they're coming off that national title and all that fun stuff that they're doing right now. I thought that FCS was a lot of fun. I think you better be careful what you wish for. You sometimes you can find an unbelievable spot, and if you got a place kind of like North Dakota State, if you could sit there and win national titles, hang in there, man. Just sit tight and enjoy that. All right, we got uh, major guests coming up at five o'clock. Uh, Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated joins us on this Kim Mulkey story. We we're going to visit about it. That's next. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. 
Reed's Food Store is proud to support the Mart Panthers, owned and operated in downtown Mart since 1925. The Reed's Food Store family is proud to have backed the Mart Panthers for 96 years. They take their commitment to quality, fair pricing, customer service, and supporting their community seriously. After 96 years with the Mart Panthers, they're thankful to still be your hometown grocer. Reed's Food Store is open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Reed's Food Store says, Go Panthers! My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Attention Central Texas golfers. Are you looking for a golf outing that's a great value but will also challenge your game? Consider Battle Lake Golf Course. This user-friendly course located only 15 minutes from Waco is built for golfers and offers a gently rolling countryside setting with uphill and downhill challenges. It's also a great place to host a group, church, or corporate outing. The friendly staff is looking forward to seeing you at Battle Lake Golf Course. Learn more at BattleLakeGolf.com. Drive the lane and slam dunk rates. With First Central Credit Union, new and used auto rates are as low as 1.99% APR. It's a winning season with the First Central full court press of quick local loan processing and flexible terms. Apply online. It's easy to score at www.firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, it's true. We do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Perina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love. Including boots from Ariat and Twisted Edge. Shoes from Hey Dude. And clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go buy and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. 
Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Handcammer School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, Matt Mosley. ESPN Central Texas rolling through a Wednesday. Glad to be joined right now by Ross Dellinger with Sports Illustrated. And, uh, Ross, you opened up uh, a subject that uh, you can imagine the folks in uh, our listening audience are still very, very interested in. And, by the way, Kim is certainly very interested in the things that come out of Waco. And I've talked to Kim a little bit today. Uh, it, it, I, I say, you know, Ross, this is uh, – it has to be fascinating for a guy like you who's been around LSU for a long time to suddenly see that program at LSU that had fallen on hard times to have someone like Kim attached to it. And, and, and I'm sure you got to see up close at how already different things seem. And I, I, you know, from reading your story in Sports Illustrated, Offices are already being redone, renovated. Um, she is a force of nature, and and uh, and and you've you've probably already knew that, Ross. But I'm sure this uh, in your recent time with her, it really hit home with you. Yeah, it, it did. I, I spent about a uh, a full day with Kim about a month ago, and um, got to see, you know, the already the progress that. Uh, that they're making uh, down there in Baton Rouge under her leadership, uh, you know, from the renovated offices, as you mentioned, to uh, our tip-off club going from 22 members at LSU to almost 200 um, in a few months. And she raised a million dollars as well for those renovated offices and other, other, um, other projects um, in, the, uh, in the women's basketball program. So she's put a dent already, I think, in uh, – in the LSU women's basketball, which for, you know, so long was a contender year in and year out, not just in the SEC, but on the national scale, five straight Final Fours from 04 to 08, um, in, in a heck of a run from Sue Gunner in the, in the 90s and into Pokey Chapman. And, and then you just kind of had, you know, toward the end of Pokey's 
tenure, you obviously had a slide and, and the, the scandal that kind of happened there. And they just haven't been the same in, in 15 years or so. And uh, Kim is, uh, you know, uh, I think probably fairly quickly going to start uh, turning the ship around. Someone in your stories compared her and said she was the rup of uh, of Baylor basketball. Gino Ariam Emma would come into town and go, my gosh, these fans, these people. And I think you referred to it as, you know, uh, Kim's army and that kind of thing. And it is unfathomable to even those of us that have kind of had a front row view to this that it's happening. And I think, you know, your story comes out at an interesting time with both programs opening their seasons. It's still kind of crazy that she's not at Baylor. I, I got the sense from reading your story, Ross, that it's still pretty crazy for her, too. I mean, I do think there are moments at LSU that have been great moments and exciting for her. And she goes, oh, OK, this is why I'm, why I'm here. But at the same time, it's I, I, I think she's still working her way through the the emotions of having those huge ties and then not being there anymore. Did you get that feeling from being with her, or do you think she is moving on pretty nicely? Well, I, you know, I, I, she she and others will, will tell you that she left Baylor to go, quote-unquote, home, um, back to her home state. But as somebody um, who I didn't quote in that story mentioned to me, uh, her home was Baylor. You know, and, and her home was Waco, and she still has a house there. I don't think she plans to to sell it. Uh, she tells me, um, so she she has a house there still, and and um, and that was her home. And so I think it was a difficult decision to leave for her, and it was something. You know, obviously it took her six days to decide to do it. Uh, multiple meetings and multiple I think, conversations with. Uh, friends and, and family so it was definitely not an easy decision and you can tell even though she has tried to kind of as i wrote in there uh put her feelings in the metaphorical box and slide them under the bed so to speak mm-hmm. uh, you know it's hard to do that and i think forever you know a big part of her a big piece of her will be uh baylor green Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, just wrote this story about Kim Mulkey. And, uh, Ross, you never – isn't that interesting? You cover national. You did all this realignment, but you never are – it's hard to get – once you're associated with covering LSU and that part of the country, you never can quite unattach with it, can you? I mean, and there's – with all the – with all the LSU coaching, uh, so it's like you're in the greatest place on earth. I'm sure at times you're like, wait, do I have to do everything LSU-related? Now, I would have to say the, the one thing that made, made this all look interesting is it happened not long after the men won a national title in basketball. And I, I would say the perception of that is not lost on some people in Waco, and, and it's sort of been put out there that, boy, Kim, you know, and I, again, I think she did root for Scott. They're way different personalities. They're completely different. But did that come up at all, Ross? Because it does, it did, I think people sort of had this natural thought that, well, Baylor won its first men's national title, and then however many weeks later, she's gone. The, the, the optics on it weren't great. Yeah, I can see that. And there, you know, there were uh, certainly um, there were some 
people I talked to for that story that did mention that, um, that that did come up. Uh, it's something I didn't really talk to, to Kim about, but, uh, it was, it was interesting timing, obviously, as, as it, uh, as it, um, all kind of worked out, right. Um, she left the year that the, the men finally won the championship. I, you know, I don't get the sense that that was like the main reason or, or even that it was one of the, the various reasons, uh, that she ended up deciding to leave. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it certainly is, is something to consider. What did you think when you were uh, around Dave Aranda when he was at LSU? And I remember you writing some about him, and, and he obviously a very, very interesting guy. First of all, Ross, I don't know if you've been able to listen to some of his news conferences since. You know, he's not like most college coaches, as I'm sure you found out. And, and you, sometimes they change when they become head coaches. Like the answers he gives are, it's pretty remarkable in, the, in, in how much he explains and how much he'll go through. Did you, did you think, hey, this guy's going to be a really successful head coach? Or because he was so quiet and introspective, did you not really know? How did, how, what was your take on Aranda, uh, you know, before he got this Baylor job? Well, Davis, yeah, certainly um, different than uh, probably any other coach that I've I've met or covered. Um, he uh, the way he operates is just unlike any really any other. Um, he is uh, he's, he's obviously more quiet um, in nature, and uh, he's a cerebral guy, a thinker. Um, when you when you talk to him and interview him soft-spoken you might you might think the way he talks and the way he talks about numbers defensive numbers especially and uh you might think he's a math professor um that's, that's <laughs> kind of how he he strikes you so i i know that there was some trepidation in hiring him as a head coach especially of a power five program because he is a little different um but you know he's been under some great coaches, right? And uh, he's been in some big programs, Wisconsin and LSU, and, and so I'm sure he learned a lot and learned how to build a program. And I think you're seeing it now. You don't have to. You don't have to be uh, yelling and screaming, right? You don't have to win the press conference, so to speak, to um, to have success. Yeah. Speaking of yelling and screaming, did you happen to see Joey McGuire's uh, opening news conference at Texas Tech? Did you catch any of those videos? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Certainly, Joe. I, when I visited Baylor a couple of years ago, I visited with Joey actually, and uh, he's you know, he's about as Texas as it gets. I remember him. Uh, you know, before, I was leaving the meeting with him, the interview with him, thinking. Wow, you know this guy. Uh, I'm ready to go play for this guy myself. You know, so uh, I, I think uh, I think what I saw in that news conference um, that he that he held was the guy I remember interviewing a couple of couple of, couple of years ago. Um, that uh, just uh, a coach that uh, has an, an affable uh, Texas kind of personality that you would think would would have success in that state. 
Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I don't think Dave Aranda will be doing any Sikkim Bears chants or anything like that. Now, this LSU, uh, uh, you you co- you know, you followed this Coach O thing. That thing went south in a hurry. Uh, you know, I guess he kind of let that coordinators thing get a- get away from him. You've had some very interesting stories about kind of what Coach O, some of the aftermath of the national title, some of his personal things that he's dealt with. What direction are you sensing? This AD is known as kind of a big name hunter type guy. Likes the likes the big name. I don't, you know, Aranda doesn't fit that. Obviously, he's a cerebral, quiet guy. As we were just talking about, um, we're we're you know, as Baylor people, there's a lot of worry because Matt Rule left recently, and now all of a sudden Aranda's having success. And it's like, oh gosh, is he going to leave too? Where, where do you where do you kind of sense? That this L, what direction this LSU thing? Because you got these other places that are like quickly trying to name coaches, and then you got USC and LSU kind of hanging out there. Where do you think it's headed? Uh, great question. Uh, and, and Scott Woodward, the athletic director at LSU, has, has really kept things pretty bottled up. Um, and, and I'm not I'm not sure I know exactly which direction this thing. Uh, is heading you just look at the past and Scott Zimmo and he has he's always gotten a big name and, and the Kim Melke hire was uh, about as Scott as it gets um, somebody who's won multiple championships at the power five level sitting power five head coach um, that's the kind of person that he hires he, he did he hired Jimbo at um, at uh, Texas A&M from Florida State he hired Buzz Williams from Virginia Tech to to, to uh, uh, Texas A&M, and, and they did some of the same hires at Washington when he was there. Chris Peterson wasn't a sitting Power Five coach, but he he plucked him out of Boise when when nobody else really could. Uh, so, you know, he does go after the big name, and and Dave doesn't necessarily, especially with just a couple years of head coaching experience, doesn't necessarily fit that mold. Um, not to say that he's not a candidate or might not could be one day or or uh, whatever, but um, He's not one of the ones, certainly, that you you have heard loudly buzzing uh, around Baton Rouge. All right, it's going to be fascinating to see where this ends up, and uh, and, and that is a I you know sometimes I you go back and forth. Is that like the best job in America because people care so much, or is it like one of the worst jobs because they care so much? You can kind of go either way, and it takes a very very special personality. And in USC, similarly but just completely different in a different kind of way. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to, uh, to see what happens there. Can you imagine, by the way, Kim Mulkey watching last night, because LSU played the night before, watching Baylor, because you know she had to be, because um, those kids she cares so much about, and Alyssa Smith, Queen Egbo, Terry Andrews, all, they, they, she left some great players there in Waco on this team. Can you imagine how surreal that must have been, her sitting there watching her former school and team play? I now that's that's that would be that would have been interesting to be kind of a fly on the wall there. Hmm. Yeah, it sure would. Yeah, I think they played LSU played during the day yesterday, so she was probably all yeah. done um, by the time that game came on. And and yeah, you got to wonder. I'm sure, I'm sure she she took a glance. Um, at least at the box score, uh, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she she watched a little bit of it because 
you know, like I said earlier, I think that uh, she'll always have a big, you know, Baylor will always be a, a big part of of her and, uh, and who she is. And um, like I said, that 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 was kind of home. I mean, that was her home for a while, you know, and, and I think still in a lot of ways is. All right. Well, uh, she is one of a kind. And, uh, Ross, really appreciated all the great work you've done on realignment, college football, and uh, good luck on the uh, the, the the LSU coaching search as well. We really appreciate you doing this. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Ross Dellinger from uh, Sports Illustrated had a big story on Kim Mulkey and um, kind of oh, revisiting what all happened. Um yeah, yeah. I mean, we could talk a little bit more about it, but uh, uh, you know, there both both schools have started new eras. It's a Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, alongside Aaron Sexton. Uh, we will uh, get into some Cowboys, Cowboys back at practice, and we'll get you caught up on who's ready, who's healthy, who's not. That's all next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The team is temporarily without a kicker as Greg Zerline was placed yesterday on the COVID list. Details after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it for turning your living room into your office and your gym, for teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboys kicker Greg Zerline, who nailed that game-winning 56-yarder for the walk-off win in Week 2 at the Chargers, was placed yesterday on the reserve COVID-19 list. With no kicker on the practice squad, in essence, there's a help-wanted sign today at the Star as the team brings in other kickers for tryouts, including Brett Maher, who kicked for the Cowboys in 2018 and 19, as well as Liram Hirulahu, who was with the team this summer for the end of preseason, as well as one week of the regular season on the practice squad. How important is a kicker in the NFL? Last year, 23% of all games were decided by three points or less. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188.
Aderhold Funeral Home has been helping families cope with the loss of a loved one for well over 100 years. The Payne family has owned and operated the funeral home since 1963 and for three generations. The cornerstones of our service since that time have been and continue to be faith, family, compassion, and community. We are grateful to be a part of and work with the West community and surrounding areas. Thoughtful service is a Payne family tradition. Aderhold's owners and staff are proud supporters of the West Trojans. Let's go Trojans! Payments for qualified buyers at 2.9% with 5,000 down, cash or trade, see dealer for details. Get the quality pre-owned car you need now at a price you can afford at Richard Car. Find great deals like a 7-passenger 2016 GMC Acadia for $211 a month, a 2015 Toyota Tundra pickup for $318 a month. Get top dollar for your trade. All pre-owned cars and trucks go through a 172-point inspection, and multiple lenders mean we say yes when others say no. Find your next car or truck at Richard Car. At Richard Car, we give you more. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. A cold front on the way for tonight, and that'll bring us partly to mostly cloudy skies. There is a 30% chance of a scattered shower, maybe a storm. We drop to 54 degrees. Tomorrow, the cold front's out of here, and mostly sunny skies are untapped. It'll be a breezy day with highs topping out at 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. Baylor women's basketball got started last night with a win over Texas State 77-7. The Bears will have the day off before hitting the court tomorrow night in Arlington to take on UTA. Tip is at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. The Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers were hit by the league with fines for COVID protocols. The team with 300000 and Rodgers 14650 The Dallas Cowboys are likely in need of a kicker for Sunday's game against the Atlanta Falcons with Greg Zerline being placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. Georgia remains number one in the college football playoff rankings followed by Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State slides in at number four. Oklahoma is number eight. Oklahoma State in at 10, and Baylor drops one spot to 13. Baylor and OU this Saturday at McLean Stadium. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley show ESPN Central Texas we'll come uh, uh we'll have some uh, college football playoff talk coming up wanted to talk a little bit about how that all came down last night man these things happened so fast and furiously we got to react to that a little bit and um and I think it came out okay for uh for the for Baylor I mean to only fall down to 13 I mean Aaron I I mean, I would just have to say that um, considering everything and considering how Baylor and others have been treated in the past, I think that's pretty good. The committee, for whatever reason, kind of thought, I think, that, you know, it was a rivalry game on the road and that just things happened. So, I honestly, they showed great respect for Baylor. So, I mean, I we can beat them up on a lot of different things, but um, I'm not going to beat them up for only dropping Baylor one slot. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are other people with other theories about why they only dropped one spot. <laughs> but, you know, as a Baylor Which homer, I'll take it. Which is a prop to keep 
to yes. keep Oklahoma. Yeah, to uh, to make where sure. It was. Yeah, to make sure. Well, and to make sure that Oklahoma's strength of schedule will be strong uh, enough to get uh, them into uh, the top four uh, if they went out. I like that. I like a good conspiracy yeah. theory. That's good. I That's should, good. I'm okay with that. I agree I with yours because I'm a Baylor fan, but you yeah. know that that other theory is out there. I'm not mad at people who think that's usually the stuff I kind of come right. up with. Right, me too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually okay with that. Cowboys um, have worked out uh, some kickers and uh, uh, today, and, and it looks like they're going to go with this one kicker uh, who uh, had a really good practice here and get excited. He went 12 for 12. And by the way, in addition to being at the Baylor game Saturday morning, to cover Baylor OU, I will be at um, I'll be out there in Arlington for the Cowboys game against uh, the Falcons. But uh, Aaron, do you want to have a shot at this young man who's going to be the kicker because Zerline is uh, on the reserve COVID list? Have you seen his name? It's Lirim L I R I M. Second name, the last uh, name is Hararula. Okay, H A J R U L L A H U. Harulahu. Harulahu. I think I'm going to go with that. Harulahu. H J R U L L A H U. Okay, that is the Cowboys kicker for at least one game. Now, uh, Cowboys are going to be getting Michael Gallup back soon. In fact, I'm seeing a picture of him from practice today standing over there next to his teammates. C.D. Lamb said of getting Gallup back, very excited. A lot of people know what M.G. can do. And if you don't, you'll find out real soon. The guy is a playmaker, phenomenal teammate. Can't wait for him to touch the end zone a couple times here soon. All right. And uh, looking at this official Cowboys injury report that has come out, um, I don't know what's wrong with a punter, not injury-related. Uh, did not participate. I don't know if that's a COVID thing. We'll look into that a little bit. Uh, Amari Cooper was limited with a hamstring. Zeke, limited, uh, limited with a knee. All right. Uh, Randy Gregory, limited with a calf. Jerron uh, uh, Curse and uh, CeeDee Lamb both were able to, with their respective injuries, go and then did not practice Tyron Smith, again, with that ankle, did not practice. And also the shoulder, Cedric Wilson, is banged up. I don't know if that was when he muffed that punt or, or exactly when he got hurt, but he's got a shoulder injury. He did not practice. Okay, so I wanted to get you caught up on some of the Cowboys' injuries. And um, uh, Zeke did say today, my knee feels pretty good. I probably did more today than what I've been doing in the past. I just kind of took a bad fall on it during the game, and it was sore. But it's more something I just have to keep moving around, keep warm. Okay, that's all good. And then one more thing for you, and we got to take, we got to, uh, and we'll be back to talk about the college football playoff a little more. Micah Parsons was asked about uh, about the Cowboys not being the more physical team versus Denver. He said, really, it's a slap in the face. We emphasize out hitting people every Sunday. And we got out hit last Sunday. We need to make sure we come out and be some dominant people this week. I like that. Be some dominant people. Love that approach. All right. And uh, uh, apparently practices were not good last week, according to some players. It was back to where it needed to be today. Jaron Curse, who's become a real leader on this defense, 
uh, was one of the people who said that. He said it was back to where it needed to be, guys locked in, guys focused. So uh, some good news there with the Cowboys having some poor practices last week, according to a few, including C.D. Lamb. This uh, Cowboys now saying they're locked in, they're ready to go. Aaron Sexton feeling so much better about things. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Next, we will discuss the college football playoff committee's rankings. Where did Baylor end up? Where did OU end up? What does it all mean? That's next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball opens the season with a win on the floor in the Farrell Center. Give you details and hear from head coach Nikki Collins straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball won their season opener last night in the Farrell Center. 77-70, to the final score over Texas State. The Bears led by as much as 20 on the night. The Bobcats kept it close, especially in the fourth quarter. But Baylor behind 23 points and seven rebounds from All-American Alyssa Smith. A double-double from Queen Egbo's 16 points and 11 rebounds and 14 points, seven assists, only one turnover by transfer Jordan Lewis won it 77-70, the final score. After the game, women's head coach Nikki Collins. Well, you know, I'm I'm happy. Look, you, you want you want uh you want wins, um, and you want to be on the on the the right column. And so I think I think that part is good. Um, I was pretty worried that this game would go like this. Like I, you know, they asked me a couple of days ago about early season blowouts, and I, I'm just like, you know, I think these first two teams are pretty darn good. You know, they're 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 a little bit different. I mean, yes, they're in the Sun Belt, um, but you know, they're they're competitive and. Um, so, you know, I, I think we got tested. You know, I, I think we have to make free throws. I think we have to, you know, I think I, I don't love that we t- – I thought we had – we had moments and the break, two-on-one, three-on-one, where we just made terrible decisions. You know, we've got to get the ball in the right people's hands in that situation. Um, so we do make better decisions because three-on-one turned into, you know, breaks at the other end, you know, where all of a sudden it goes from us making a great play to them scoring a layup, you know, and – and you could see the frustration. Like, we, we have to handle the basketball better. We have to make better decisions. Like, 
you know, I just thought that stretch where we, we fumbled the ball around and, and you know, I, I just think, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy we won. I think um, I saw some good things. I saw a lot of things um, that, that we can fix. You know, I think that's the key in coaching. You want things you can fix, and we can certainly do that. Nikki Collin and the Bears now 1-0 on the season, and it's a quick turnaround. They'll play in Arlington against UTA tomorrow evening at 6, the broadcast beginning at 5.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Where we'll have more tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. I'm John Morris. The Whitney Coaches Show with Mark Bird is brought to you by Citizen State Bank of Whitney. Coach, coming off a 35-7 victory over life oak cliff last friday night this is a game where they started out fast but your team was able to regroup and and pretty much take control of the game after that yeah i tell you what it's kind of a crazy start uh we go down and score right off the bat then uh, misses pat and they get the ball right back go down and score and we go and score two more times and don't get any points out of it uh, we had a long pass down the sideline and then a, a long run and uh, didn't get any points out of that. And so going at the half, and it is 20 to 6, uh, made some adjustments at halftime and uh, kind of closed the second half out. But uh, again, uh, one of those deals where consistency this time of year is what you're trying to maintain and, and having all three phases come together. And, and we just didn't play well the first half defensively or offensively. And granted, the second half, we got things going. Now you're in the season with that victory over Life Oak Cliff. And this week, the playoffs kick off. You've got Grossback Friday night at WISD Stadium. Talk a little bit about the Goats. First of all, offensively, run the spread offense. I tell you what, everything starts with their quarterback. Uh, we played them two years ago when they were in our district, and the kid was a freshman. Uh, the running back was also a freshman. And you could tell those two kids were going to be special as they got older, and sure enough, they are. Uh, I'm telling you that the kid's got a deep arm, and, he really runs a speed option well, and the, and the running back also runs the inside zone well. So uh, we're really going to have to manage the whole field. Uh, offensive line, they got a, a really good uh, right tackle. And then defensively, they're 4-3. And uh, the four-down linemen are large, uh, really play well downhill with the linebackers. And, uh, you know, the only two losses they have are to two ranked teams in Malakoff and uh, Little River Academy, you know, in the top 25. So, uh, they, they've been battle-tested with those two, and, and then within their district, you know, they, they've not allowed a whole lot of points. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to play well, no doubt about it, and that, that's what playoff football is. ESPN Central Texas. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at citizenstatebanktx.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. 
Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to Howmet Met.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. The First National Bank of Central Texas is thrilled to back the Mar Panther football team as they make a run at another state championship. Just like the Panthers, we strive to be the best we can be every day, and we're proud of our roots. We've been a part of the Mar community since 1901. We are a locally owned bank that believes in getting to know and taking care of our customers. We invite you to come by and see us in Mart or any of our five locations, or find out more at fmbct.com. That's the First National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. Baylor women's basketball got started last night with a win over Texas State 77-7. The Bears will have the day off before hitting the court tomorrow night in Arlington to take on UTA. Tip is at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. The Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers were hit by the league with fines for COVID protocols. The team with 300,000 and Rodgers 14,650. The Dallas Cowboys are likely in need of a 
kicker for Sunday's game against the Atlanta Falcons, with Greg Zerline being placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. Georgia remains number one in the college football playoff rankings, followed by Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State slides in at number four. Oklahoma is number eight, Oklahoma State in at 10, and Baylor drops one spot to 13. Baylor and OU this Saturday at McLean Stadium. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show taking you until um, 6 o'clock and uh, happy to do it. Uh, we do have uh, Big Noon coming to town. And, uh, oh, by the way, looks like Big Noon is going to stay at the Big 12. They'll be um, – that's interesting. They're going to be – is that two weeks in a row? That's, that is a very interesting choice. They'll be in – Waco for um, for that game coming up here on the 13th, uh, the Big Noon crew. And then they're going to go to Norman the following week to be with Oklahoma and Iowa State. So, you know, I guess, Aaron, those are the two uh, best games. But just seeing that announced, that Big Noon kickoff coming back to Norman. Now, you know that uh, Oklahoma – A.D. cannot stand those 11 a.m. kickoffs. He gets very upset about it. He was very upset about it with that Nebraska game, and that's what uh, he went off on everybody when that happened. I mean, he was mad at the conference. He was mad at the TV partners. Now, because it's Fox and because it's big noon, I think he'll be okay with it. Now, where will they be? Just to kind of let everybody know. Um, So... School spirit, everybody can kind of start lining up and, and getting right in front of everybody at um, 8 a.m. Central. And then at 9 a.m. Central, that big noon show starts live from the South Plaza. All right, that's McLean, uh, McLean Stadium, Gate D. And they'll have it. Um, I'm looking at the river, and I'm kind of trying to see where we are. The, the, uh, our tailgate show will be happening right across that bridge there. We'll be finished at 9, and then we can walk across that bridge and be right over there next to where the Fox uh, Big Noon kickoff team will be. There's Rob Stone, Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush, Brady Quinn, and sure enough, it's Bob Stoops, the man replacing Urban Meyer on that set. And interesting with Stoops that they go back-to-back Sooners games. I find that very interesting. Now, the question becomes, which teams, uh, now Baylor, as you just heard Ward say, Baylor shows up 13th in the college football playoff uh, committee. Now, again, I'm just happy they lose a game to TCU. For instance, looking at the way where they put OU at 8, Aaron, what's the highest they would have moved Baylor up? Do you think to 10? Do you think, because Notre Dame's hanging in there, they probably were not going to push them past Notre Dame, not going to have them up there with Cincinnati. Cincinnati moved up to number five in the college football playoff. Aaron, do you think if Baylor had beaten TCU, they probably, OU would have been right there at number eight, where they are now, and Baylor would have been 10th? Does that sound about right to you? 
Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. All right. The Bears moved down to number 13. The great news is only one spot. Now, I mean, is Baylor getting treated like Alabama now? Alabama loses, and they're still in the first uh, rankings, end up number two right behind Georgia. It's almost like the loss never happened. Now, the TCU loss did happen. Baylor did feel the uh, consequences. I would say that even with wins over OU and uh, if they finish strong at Kansas State and then beat Texas Tech, there's absolutely zero chance Baylor will be in the college football playoff. Now, what's the highest they could possibly get to? Probably with wins over OU, if they win out and are a two-loss team, I would imagine that would have the Bears at about number eight, number seven or eight. And that would be great. I mean, that would be unbelievable. Now, which team should be ranked highest? I'm going to give you a few teams. Aaron, I want you to play this game, all right? Oregon is 8-1. and one. Michigan is 8-1. and one. Michigan State is 8-1. and one. And Oklahoma is 9-0. and oh. Now, knowing that, where would you have those teams? Aaron, would you put Oklahoma, even given their poor play, but because of who this program is, with that 9-0 and record, would you have them ahead of all three of those teams, two of those teams, or none of those teams? I would have Oklahoma ahead of all four of those teams. I'd have it Oklahoma, Michigan State, Michigan, and Oregon. Oregon is so overrated, it's not even funny. Now, why is why is Oregon so far up there? Well, Aaron, the question, the the reason is because they beat um, it's that it's that Ohio State situation. All right, it's it's what Oregon did early in the season, and that outranks whatever happened to them in that loss they had in that horrible Pac-12. For some reason, we're able to ignore that and give Oregon all this attention. All right, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. It's time for the dismount where we say goodnight to you. That is next. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. You're out! When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Jenko and me. 
refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry Law Firm. They're trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He's obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry Law Firm at swclaw.com. That's swclaw.com. Clayton Construction supports the administration, faculty, staff, and student body of Crawford Independent School District. They encourage fans to support the Crawford student-athletes by attending the games and being vocal supporters of the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Next time you're considering a new metal building, a barn dominium, septic tank installation, or concrete rock or dirt work, contact Clayton Construction for a free estimate. 254-420-8485. Good luck, Crawford Pirates, in the state UIL football playoff. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long. Extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. What is the dismount? set to say goodnight got a few thoughts for you and uh, one of them that I find amusing each year it comes down to oh my gosh the Rangers should 
signed Clayton Kershaw. And yes, he went to Highland Park and may have grown up a Rangers fan. And it would be fun. It'd be another reason to go out to the ballpark other than just the beautiful new ballpark that they have. He's about to turn 34. He had a, a, a issue with his flexor tendon. He rested it and was not able to pitch in the playoffs. So it does sound like, Aaron, the right timing for the Rangers. It sounds about like them. <laughs> Let's go get him when he can't pitch anymore. But the um, it basically, this time of year, there are some qualifying offers that are given to, like, star players. The Dodgers are not giving him a qualifying offer. Now, how much would the qualifying offer be? Well, it would be, like, $18.4 million. And because of the uncertainty, the Dodgers are not willing to do that. They also um, they got to try to re-sign Max Scherzer. And so that's out there, too. So every few years we talk about, well, why don't you bring in Clayton Kershaw? Now, again, that'd be very exciting. He's from he's from that area, and so it would be fun in a lot of ways. I still don't expect it to happen. The other one is there are some shortstops out there the Rangers are interested in. Now, that this is going to take a while because free agency, yeah, there's the hot stove, but it just does not happen as quickly as it does in the NFL and in NBA and all these other sports. It just is kind of a slow leak of information. Who are the shortstops they would be interested in? Well, Carlos Correa, of course, Corey Seager, Marcus uh, Simeon, and Trevor Story. So those would be the, uh, the players they'd be interested in. And uh, I just thought I'd, I'd give you a little baseball to end the day. Now, uh, we'll get you ready. we got a uh, lot coming up. And, of course, Sooners coming to town. Big noon. Fox Big Noon. And we've been in touch with the people at Fox. It's likely we may land somebody from that Fox team. And we'll be happy about that. For Aaron Sexton, I am Matt Mosley. That was the dismount. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll look at the